Mm. 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 Oh. oh my god. Can I have another glass of Astonishing Iceman number four? Sure, here you go, but it is freezing mm. cold. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank oh you. my god. Mm. Oh, actually, I was wondering, can you pass me some of the Wolverine? Yes, yes. Here oh we my go. god. It's, um, take a few slices. Oh my god. Oh, yum. Mm. Oh, it goes really well with the Uncanny Avengers. Very yeah. teamy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, I You're can't welcome. finish oh. I can't finish mm. um, my Dark mm. X-Men. Mm. Would you like to have the rest of mine? Mm. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you. Okay, mm. there you go. There you go. Yum. Yum. Oh, I needed that. Oh, my Christmas God. Eve. And oh, my God. Girl, have you tried the Immortal X-Men number 17? You know I did, girl. I finished oh my, my plate God. of it. It's got a little Jean Grey number four Wait in it. Wait a minute, Brett. Oh, oh, fuck. Give that to me now. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, fuck. Take it, take it, take it. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. I ate Jean uh -oh. Grey number four. Do you know what that means? I have the power of the Phoenix. I am fire incarnate. A burning. Ah! I'm thankful for X-Men. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number 281 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett. Happy Thanksgiving. And this is your co-host, Evil Jeff. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, it's, it's after Thanksgiving. It's after Thanksgiving, but we missed last week because my ass got COVID and uh, my whole Thanksgiving was You and canceled. I have both had it. This yeah. season, you and I have both had it. We got Great. it out of the way. Yeah. Well, I never tested positive, but I got sick, so I'm assuming, but... My partner is still testing positive, still sick. Awful. Did you have the same symptoms? No. So then, but but we got sick oh, at the you exact. Had the flu. But we got sick at the exact same time. You had the see that just your it's like women living together. You know, oh, your Jesus. immune systems are sinking up. Oh great! Well, oh, fantastic. God. Oh god. Anyway, so we're just going to talk about a lot of X Men books because we missed two weeks of X-Men books and they just like they just keep pooping them out. They just I mean, kept they just on coming out. Blow yeah. ass in our direction and all of these different X-Men titles come out. Yeah. Um but first uh let's talk about some hot topics, shall we? Hit the music. We got some hot we got some hot topics. Yeah. There's only one hot topic. Yeah. And that's the fantastic forecasting yeah and uh what do we know what do we what do we think we know let's phrase it that way uh. it's all it's 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 i don't know how i feel about it if the pedro pascal is reed richards thing is true here's where i'm at my heart says no my mind says you fool, remember when you were on the right side of history when they cast Heath Ledger as Joker and you had just seen the Brothers Grimm and so you knew that he was going to be a great Joker because you knew he was going to be a great character actor and everyone was like, that sucks. And I'm like, no, wait, it's going to be fucking amazing. Then boom, Oscar. However, I feel like that potential is here with Pedro Pascal and yet I'm not seeing it because I've been blinded by age. 
by age. What do you think? He's too old to be Reed Richards? No, I think I'm too old to see the the beauty, to see the inspiration. You know what? My here's my issue with casting Pedro Pascal's Reed Richards is Pedro Pascal has this like charm and this kind of yes. swagger and this kind of like rough and tumble. Like yes, which is rough and tumble. And that is the literal opposite of everything that Reed Richards is. Do I think that Pedro Pascal is a good enough actor that he could play that other thing? Of course. But of it's course. interesting of like of him it's definitely going against type. Sure. I mean and maybe he yeah. had an amazing audition. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? If they were if Kevin Feige was like all right, Pedro Pascal, like he's a great actor, but I'm, he's, I'm not thinking him for Reed Richards at all. And then Pedro Pascal gave his reading and Kevin Feige shed one tear and said, it's you. What if that happened? That could have happened. If he wasn't, who, who would you want him to be in the MCU if it wasn't Reed Richards? Wow, what a good question. Actually, like, so I don't know. Not that. I, I'm sorry. I only see him as Maxwell Lord. Who's Maxwell Lord? He was the villain in Wonder Woman 2. One of them. Oh, right, 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 right. I can't remember what that guy's name is. Actually, you know who I think he would be good as? And who? I think he could do the accent, which they, I know, they, know, they would get accent? so angry. Um, him as Captain Britain. Oh. Like the alcoholic Captain Britain. <laughs> um yeah sure. um do we know any other casting or is it just him actually i would love to see pedro pascal as dr doom oh yeah did you see the one with him and ethan hawk where they were like fucking like gay cowboys no the uh, the yet. short film by al Modivar? no yeah i haven't um i think i would love that they showed a few scenes where you just see his pendulous dick through like a long Pendulous. shirt. Like you see his dick swinging behind his long shirt and it's like, oh. oh, that's so El Motivar. So <sighs> we haven't even mentioned like who the rumored cast is. So we're already talking about Pedro Pascal, icon, legend. Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards. We've got Vanessa Kirby, Oscar nominated Vanessa Kirby, I think twice. For what? I want to say twice. Uh, a promising one. No. She no. was nominated for an Oscar. I was about to say promising young woman. That's not her. Pieces of a woman. Pieces of a woman. Thank you so much. That is correct. Maybe she was only nominated the once. We're talking cousin from the bear whose name escapes me as the thing. What do we think about that? Wait, I'm sorry. We glossed right over Vanessa Kirby. Um, Vanessa Kirby, I've not seen a lot of things. I actually haven't seen the pieces of a woman. So I haven't I have not either. So I haven't, I, I can't, re- I haven't really seen anything with her. I don't know anything. Yeah. What I'm about- just looking at what she's in and she's been in big things. Um, yeah, she's mission impossible. I've yeah. But mission I didn't, I don't watch mission impossible. Oh, she was in oh. Hobbs and Shaw. Didn't watch that. You know she what, was Princess though? Margaret in The Crown. Didn't watch so that. She's action. She's action and she's good acting. The Crown. Yeah. And Fast and Furious. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I mean, just looking at her, like she this. seems great. She looks just like Sue. She seems great. Yeah. And I hear that the movie will be centered around Sue. 
yeah. as it should be. And that's why people hated Eternals, by the way. The wrong people on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we have Joseph Quinn as, I'm sorry, what about Cousin as the thing? What's his name? It's like something Eobard Theobard. I don't watch the bear, so I don't know either. Oh, God. Is he the hot one with the kind of really close cut buzz cut? Yeah. Yeah, he's hot. I'm down with that. Who's, yeah, who's, he's the, he's who's the, so great in the show. He's who's uh, Human Torch. E- um, Ebon Moss Bacharach. Um, uh, Joseph Quinn, Eddie from Stranger Things. Oh. Which I hate. You hate that? I do. Why? I think I just want a hotter Johnny Storm. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I so I, he's you know what he's he's sexy though. But people are people are he's that like Pete Davidson that like ugly hot like everyone thinks he's hot. I think he's hot. I think he's kind of hot too. I'm fine I, with. I it. don't know. I don't know. I think like people loved him as Eddie, and then I think people saw him not as Eddie, and they were like, "Oh wow, he's pretty hot." And then, but I mean, yeah. But here's my thing. I, I'm being unfair because I already have in my head who I want Johnny Storm to be, who the perfect Johnny Storm is. And if it's not this person, then I'm like, why? what are we doing? And that person is Nicholas Galzatine, who plays the prince, the British prince, in Red, White, and Royal Blue. Right. Oh, I just that's, saw Bottoms. That's your... Oh my God! Wasn't it so funny? It was so fucking funny. He's so funny. He. They were all great in it. I. You know what? I need more like crazy lesbians, crazy horny lesbians. Yes. Like horny lesbians. Horny lesbians. I want more of it. I loved it. I thought it was. What's her name? Great. Rachel Sonnet. Sonnet. Rachel Mm -hmm. Sonnet. She's like. She's incredible. She's like a genre. She's a genre, that actress. She's her own genre. She's her own genre. She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. She was, she's just so good. She's so funny. And and Io Itabiri. I mean, she's the it girl. Sorry, you don't watch The Bear with Io Itabiri? You need to. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going off. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know. Joe loves the bear. It's like his favorite show. And I just, I, I, this is, and it's bad. I just have, I just have so many um, gay soap operas that I'm watching that it's like, you really need to, I get it. You really need to like drag me away from hot gay sex. There is not enough time in the day. Yeah. You have to prioritize hot gay sex. And oh, speaking of. What time okay. is left? And speaking of, I'm just going to throw out just a real quick shout out to there's a big deal happening in the BL community right now. I've what? mentioned here before that there's a genre of like of gay and straight fiction of like erotic fiction called the Omegaverse in which there's alphas and omegas and betas where the alphas can make, can impregnate an omega, even if they're a man. So men can get pregnant. It's crazy. They just released a BL that's in that world where there's alphas and omegas (gasps) and people are losing their shit. And it is called, Pit it's the next babe. big thing. It's called Pit Babe. Pit Babe? And it is, it's all race car drivers. Oh, just like in the air, up in the air. Yeah. So it's race car drivers 
all battling of who's going to be the best race car driver. And then the one hot race car driver always has to fuck before his big race. <laughs> it's, it's pretty sexy. It's pretty fun. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of fun stuff that I, that I just don't have time to see the bear. People are like, I, I also just, uh, my attention span is gone. People are like, I used to, I went to grad school for film. I could watch like a three hour movie where nothing happens. Yeah. Now they're like, here's the bear. We're going to watch them cook. I'm like, yawn, take yawn. your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I did see some scenes, I saw some scenes where Jamie Lee Curtis, basically the star-studded Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, that seemed yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, are there any other hot anyway, topics? Fantastic Four. No, oh, isn't it Anna Taylor-Joy supposed to be Silver Surfer? Is that true? We think that, we think Killian Murphy is supposed to be Dr. Jim. Hmm. Killian Murphy, who probably will win an Oscar for Oppenheimer, which I have not watched Absolutely. because it is too boring. Um, too <laughs> really, boring. No, I really need to watch. No, no, I'm white just, guys talking. I, I know. I, I really do need to watch it though. But um, have you seen any interviews it. of Killian Murphy? I've seen so many interviews he of Killian is, Murphy, just looking put out. He is the just, worst. He is like. There's a point where you're like, oh, I'm above all this, but it's like at least no. At least try to hide it a little. At least try to hide that you don't have complete and utter disdain for all of humanity. <laughs> Where he's I like, mean, it's I don't though. do social media. Social it. media is for idiots. And you're like, well, fuck you, bitch. Like, he's like, I don't watch TV. Well, you're an actor, asshole. Like, I don't know. It's just like, what, what you, you're you on a TV show, bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I'm just kind of What do you think that. he does? What does he do? Uh, probably just Instead. like reads books. And just Thanks. crossword puzzles. And, I would look at myself in the mirror fucks. and jerk off. If I, look I do him. not find him attractive at all. So, I mean, now no. it is, as this is so horrible to say, but like now that he's gotten older, I don't. But back in the day, like back in the day, like 28 days later. Yo, no. <laughs> yeah. He is a little, he's a little too gaunt. He just looked sick. He oh, always looks hot. like, you know, it's, it's like. He just started chemotherapy or something. Mm, it's hot. It's no. really hot. Like heroin. See them at. Mm. <laughs> What's the um? Who's the guy from After Sun that was like the big actor? Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. Now that I can get on board. He That's was rumored to be actor. Johnny Storm. Oh, see, now that would have been amazing. I mean, he's too good for that. <laughs> he's too good for that. I can't wait for what's the movie with him and Moriarty with Andrew him and Andrew Scott. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking coming out in December. Although I watched a tra- I watched a trailer for it, and it, and I was like, it looks Ugh. like. I know, I know, right? Because at first I thought it was going to be like, ooh, sexy like, times like and sexy intense and, and intense. And sex. But no, then he's like, like oh, here I'm hallucinating my dead parents, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, so it's like, it's like serious, quirky. Oh. oh, speaking of speaking of like two hot guys, there's that uh, new TV show with Matt Bomer and the guy from Bridgerton. Um, fellow travelers <gasps> fellow travelers i have not watched it yet i it was boring of course and even the Listen. sex scenes it was like oh i'm watching these two hot guys have sex okay but then they're like matt all right Bomer. now back to communism and i'm like oh i don't care i don't care matt about Bomer communism is very attractive not the best actor yeah also matt Bomer is too attractive for me 
He's a little too like perfect Ken doll. Yes. I like agreed. someone whose face is a little beat up. I I need to feel like I have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I I met him in probably I didn't meet him in person, but I did like a stage door after Boys in the Band, and he came to, came out and signed playbills. I'm sure his eyes I, pierced right through you. Oh my god! Yeah. I wanted to sit. I wanted to sit on that beautiful face mm-hmm. like you've never, like I've never sat on a chair in my life. Yeah, that's just too, it's too much for me. It's too pretty. Whew. Like a work of art. Okay, can we talk about X-Men already? They're waiting. All right, hit the music, bitches. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Sometimes Evil Jeff and I forget that this is a show and not just us on the phone. Talking about faggots. Uh, We're talking about gay stuff. I feel if we're talking about gay stuff, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, what else would you and I talk about? Football? Yeah. Plus, there's plenty of people that listen to this that don't read comics, so they're probably like, oh, talk about stuff I know about. Yeah, okay. Anyway, back to uh, Children of the Vault. <laughs> Are you still going to try and say that you thought this was good? You were like, oh, it's getting good. No, it wasn't. I didn't I didn't mind it. I, I didn't mind it. I was happy it was ending. I was like, oh, this is the last one? Good. Okay, so that's real. But overall, I... I don't know. I think it, it wasn't executed in a way that I that really resonated with me. Conceptually, I do like the idea of the Children of the Vault, which was always hyped up to be this kind of like ultimate threat in the Krakoan era, but kind of in the background, was taken down by Bishop and Cable. I don't know. I, this one also gave me the vibe of like, we're just two pissed off people who've got nothing to lose. And I was like, yeah, more of that attitude among our mutants who are wandering the earth. Yeah, but the one thing I will say is, and they didn't really follow it up, did they blow up the Sun headquarters? I think they did. Like, they blew it up, but they didn't show, like, there's one shot of the bomb going off, but I'm like, is right. it gone? Is you that gone? That's like, that's, that's a big like a deal. Climax, that's like a climax of an event, you know? That's a big <laughs> deal. Like and that. then they never talked right. about it ever again. And I'm like, is it gone? Because for me, that's the only major thing that I think happened in this. Otherwise, none of this could have happened and it would make zero difference. Zero. Yeah, I know. Like, the Children of the Vault thing. But this... This book ended really weird. It was like for like Orcus like it was very Empire Strikes Back ending. It was like Orcus now is more popular than ever because they filled in the void that the Children of the Vault cre- like the hero worship void that was created when Children of the Vault left. Which yeah. I'm like again, the whole thing of like how big in scope the story was but did not bleed into anything else was like such an issue with it. Um but then they're like, but for others, the ones trapped in the cities left behind by the children of the vault, those cities are collapsing into toxic debris and everybody in them is sick and dying. Good night. The end. I, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I just I hated it. I hated it. And I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's done. Where are, but where, so are they done for? Did they just return back to the vault? They're just like, you know what? We are giving up on you. We're going to live in our vault. Forever. Okay. And I hope we never hear from them ever, ever, ever again. Same. And just the idea. And I'm I'm sick of 
these writers come and they're like, you know what? I'm going to like put out this like new cool character. No, you're not. For three episodes, three issues, no one cares. Give me, like, if you're going to, it's just for three, four episodes, this, like, introducing all these new characters, it's like, we already have enough of characters we do like. Just keep to the, keep to the classics. Yeah, keep it, just just keep it to the table. Because when you create a new character. on the table. I have no, I don't give two shits about, like, Cable battling Bishop, that has stakes. Cable and Bishop battling these nobodies, who cares? Totally. All right, what's next? Next, um, why don't we talk about uh, Astonishing Iceman? Um, Number four. This one had Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this, I think I didn't read this. You you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if you did, but you just don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I, this isn't ringing it. Did anything interesting happen? No, not really. It's like the only interesting thing is, wait, what's the other book that uh, Uncanny Spider-Man has these, has has feral. It's feral. And who's the other one? It's um, Fatal. Fatal. As weird um, uh, hound. What are they uh, like? uh, What's the techno organic organic hounds? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, they fight Iceman and Spider-Man intervenes and there's fun friendship moments between Spider-Man and Iceman. Um, you know, Vulture's in it. Mr. Clean is back. And, oh, Mr. Clean is in Iceman's house and he knocked out Romeo. Oh, uh, okay. That's where it ends. Oh, okay. See, that's that's where the good stuff is because we need to get past this. That's where the good stuff is. Romeo being yeah. stuck in Antarctica. Yeah. So I bet next issue will be interesting. All right. And I hope that they, I hope Mr. Clean comes out of the closet and then decides they decide I mean, to have an orgy and not be bad guys. Why don't you just call yourself dominant top, Mr. Clean? We yeah, get it. Right. Yeah, right. I know. It's a front. Bossy bottom. <laughs> What's next? If we're going from worst to best. Let's. I feel like Uncanny Avengers is down there in the dregs. We have a reveal. Yeah. Um. Do you want to? Let me bring pull this up. Um. Oh. They finally reveal who um, Captain, Captain Krakoa is. is, and it's Hydra Cap from Secret Empire. Wah, wah, so wah. I didn't fully read all of that. They knew, were two knew, separate I knew people. You wouldn't know. They were two yeah. separate people. Yes. Yes. Hydra Cap was created by like Kobik, who was like, like a cosmic cube person, like not a cosmic cube, but a person. Right. And um, yeah, it's Hydra Cap. That's why Fenris lady was like, that's why Andrea Strucker was like, oh, it's you. Oh, I know these fucking like Nazis, Jesus Christ. Everywhere, Nazis. Everywhere. And but, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything fight. else? I guess, like, I'm trying to think of what else interesting happened. The only thing, well, there's Blob. I think, does Blob finally know that he's on the wrong side? 
I think I think Blob so. is with the X Men now. Oh, we did get fucking Psylocke chopping off Fenris's Fenris's arms. hands. That That's was great. kind of awesome. I like that. That was kind of awesome. Um, um, we have Ben Urich is like, yeah, the Blob is like confessing like where the nuke is. So I think he's like, oh shit. Yeah, he's there in the shot with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Blob, the Blob has finally realized what what side he's supposed to be on. Yay, Fred. Yay, Fred. And then Dr. Stasis. Dr. Stasis is not doing well. He can't even get the Juggernaut's powers. He just seems like he's trusting. He's making really stupid choices for like an evil genius. You know why? I bet like Orcus has become such a big organization. It must be really hard to make decisions and then get those decisions through. Like I think... Orcus, like management wise to be part of management probably sucks and there's a lot of red tape and there's a lot of logistics and a lot of ego yeah and i and then i will say they were like and then they ended it with where this is where i feel like is a is a 50 year old writing this comic where it's like yes. the daily bugle comes out with an article finally revealing that know, orcus right? lies who the fuck reads a newspaper who's and and who's gonna believe who believes and the who news? believes the newspaper? People wanna people be like, oh, that's the Daily Bugle. They're a bunch of like leftist fucker. You know what I mean? Right. A newspaper article means nothing. I want to hear about, uh oh, it's all over the algorithm. There's a whole bunch of videos. I mean, I don't on, know. on like, TikTok. Listen, <laughs> I live in the lands of the New York Times. If the New York Times drops a bomb, it's a bomb. In New York. That's because you're in New York. No, in the world. No, oh, girl, are, the in Texas, everyone in Texas would be like, whatever. I'm not, not going to believe it. It's the New York Times. Not everybody. Well, maybe in New York. I guess maybe New York will be like, oh, Orcus. But I think everybody, overall, soon, it still just feels. Every morning, yeah. every morning when the New York Times drops on our doorsteps, everybody in New York at the same time goes, oh. You shut up. You are every, so full of shit and you're a fucking liar. <laughs> every day, every morning. All right. Dr. Stasis. I can, I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. I think when we get to immortal though. Anyway, um, um, all right. Nothing else about uncanny Avengers, right? Yeah. Should we talk? I, I think we need Alpha to save Jean gray to go into. Yes. Immortal. Let's talk about Alpha Flight. I this is one of the only ones I really like. I mean, besides the main. The I main like this. Oh, I know. Um, you know, you know. I was thinking about you because I don't know what you somehow connected with this Argent character. Yeah, like so, very oddly, from my perspective, and it's he's they are showing up. Yeah. What do you mean by showing up? They're just in it. Are they a no. they? Are they non-binary? Can we can we go with that? Okay, sure. I don't think so. I think Argent <laughs> is referred to as he in the book. Okay. Um, okay, so Argent is a he. And And he fucked up bad. He fucked up bad because he ran away. And then because he ran away, they got they, they were able to pinpoint to where everything was. Yeah. And so then they attack. Although, the and I did catch, I call that, I called it a mile away when they were oh, like, oh, they're turn. they're tracking us. They're going to be tracking us. I'm like, nope, they're tracking him. They're tracking the Kyle. But basically Heather Hudson, which I didn't realize because 
we found out Heather Hudson is was it uh, Nemesis? What's the Nemesis? Pers- yeah, is Nemesis, and but it turns out Guardian did not know it was her. Uh oh! And so he's like, "Why the fuck you didn't tell me it was your wife?" And they're like, "Well, she didn't want to tell you." Awkward. Like he's like, it "Wasn't my place." She said, "Keep it a secret." I was like, "Oh, that's fucked up to put everybody that's in that mess." Up. It's good though. It's good. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like this is the dra- having that drama in the midst of like they're trying to save mutants from Canada while trying to act like they're the bad guys. Like it's it's like it's reverse it's reverse um, thunderbolts. Yeah. You know, and I just find that it's like just so there's stakes are there. There's just stakes. And I and I'm excited of like what is going to happen. It's great because from the beginning, their whole undercover status was a ticking time bomb. And you knew this was not sustainable and this couldn't last. And it just adds to the pressure as the story goes. Yeah. It's great. It gets harder to navigate the lie. It's so good. Um, and then it's just really good classic Alpha Flight drama. I I feel like this is a team that is just always wrapped up in Heather and Max drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James, Max. They can't they can't fucking get over it. And the whole team is like, "Oh my god, we're stuck in the middle of these two. One of them's always North getting killed, like, one of them's always dying. <laughs> and North and Star's then like, coming I'm back. Just, I'm just trying to be a friend." Okay. What's the department H lady's name? Oh god, I keep forgetting Marjorie. Can- Canadian Val Cooper. Canadian Val Cooper. Um, I also like that she's not dumb. She's like, no, don't put them in there. I don't trust them. Like she, I, I like that she's not dumb. I like that she's, that not she's yeah, dumb she's, for plot convenience. Exactly. She's kind of like, no, they're doing weird stuff. I don't trust them, and it just makes it more believable. Um, and I like feedback in his weird story too. He's like, I had my clone killed. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, he had the clone, and the clone was the one that was being used as a generator and then died in, in, what was that, in Marauders? Marauders. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. This is a good book, and the art is good, too. And oh, it just also feels that um, I think maybe Kyle might get killed. (gasps) Oh, my God, girl. I was just going to say, we are closer to Kyle getting killed than we've ever been. Ever. I'm telling you right now, Kyle is a thorn, a thorn in North Star's side. We need this to get North Star needs to be with a mutant. Outrageous. <laughs> he needs to be with a this superhero. Is, oh my god, this is the worst. I know. This and is he, the worst. And, and if people want to come for me, it's totally justified. Sure, come for me. Oh yeah, no, please. This is awful. But this having North Star, the sassiest, bitchiest character, be happily married to a human with no powers, snooze. It grounds him. It's snooze fest. I oh, need drama. Please. And but I'm also, the, I'm so against like, stop killing off people just for plot purposes. I'm like, well, except for him. <laughs> <gasps> Why do you want to put Northstar through that? He loves him. But what if, no, but right before he dies, he's like, by the way, I was cheating on you. And then he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then he drops the dead. Way, and he's like, I'm over way, I'm, it. <laughs> he dies. He goes, hail Hydra. <laughs> hail Orcus. Oh my God. That would be crazy. That would be amazing if Kyle was like the founder of Orcus. And and here's the thing, because you know who the next love interest, who the next love interest I want to be? Daken. Yes. 
brother and sister fighting over a man. Yes. Come on. You have to do this. Come on. We're can, giving you the plots. Can we, if we, can we write Marvel? What do we do? Do we write Marvel and be like, to please turn Alpha Flight into an ongoing? Yeah. Turn Is it into an ongoing and have it like, all be. Did we miss an announcement? Have it end in incest, like Dick's the musical. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> What else um, is going on? Uh, well, well, those were. I think that was it for two weeks ago. So now we've got. Oh, we didn't talk about Dark X Men. This is another one where it's just. I, I'm just it's having just, trouble. Yeah. Getting getting attached to. I just feel like there's something there. There's no soul to it, which is ironic because it's dealing with yeah. inferno souls. and souls and yeah. soul swords and all that shit. But I guess I just don't really I don't I need to know like what is the real difference between this goblin queen and the other goblin queen? Like the two goblin queens. One's just like I'm just like more evil and I'm just like sorta evil. I'm like, let's what does that mean? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just I mean it's it's a weird pull to pull the goblin queen from that battle world inferno book. Which yeah. is where she's from. Yeah. Which is just odd, but I think you're right. I'm. There's really no emotional grounding in this book. It's just a bunch of crazy stuff that happens. Yeah, and, and then so they it's keep hard on, to connect and, with and these also, characters. But then it's also like, but because it's Dark X-Men, let's just kill off all these mutants in really brutal, horrible ways. That I wanted to talk about. Like, they killed off a lot of, like, D-list X-Men villains in this issue, and it just, it did feel a little like, I know it was going for laughs, but... You know, murder laughs. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't. Exactly. I think it's because it was going for more laughs. It ended up feeling kind of like, oh, I don't know if they deserved that kind of ending. I have to think. Um, so the death of the mutant Abyss at the hands of his father Azazel. Yeah. Uh, and Azazel killing him like that. I. I think part of that to me felt subtextual in that it was a statement on that nightcrawler story the draco that was revealed that nightcrawler and abyss were like all part of this subset of mutants that are dark blue indigo purple and can teleport and then it was supposed to be i think like angel and a bunch of other mutants look like angel were like the opposite of these demonic looking anyway I think that was kind of a fuck you to the Draco. I don't know if anyone else felt that way, but I did. Hmm. The story that revealed that Azazel is Nightcrawler's dad. Yeah. And then it was like, why did she, and then it's like how she grabs, um, what's, what's the, what's the girl with the changeling powers? What's her name again now? Oh, faint. Faint. Um, she grabs her by the neck, but then kills the other girl hiding. I don't know. Right. It's just so, it's just so random. Yeah. Like you would have killed. And then she's like sitting on a pile of dead bodies and faint is there like princess Leia style with Jabba the Hutt. I'm like, why is she alive? It didn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just going for like really gross comedy. Yeah. I'm just not. 
And then there's just weirdness. They're not addressing all the weirdness between Alex and Madeline. That's what that's the heart of what it should be about. Yes. And they're not talking about it at all. Yeah. Anyway, fuck this comic. Okay. So now we're getting down. Let's talk about Wolverine because this is another yes. one. Where it's fun, but it also feels very um, uh, just like um, side side sidekick of the week filler. Yeah, um, but 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 I loved it. But it's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's this book. I I don't know that. Like yeah, I'm I'm. We know that Wolverine is at Latveria now with. You know the the Ms. Marvel and Kitty, so he is part of the action. I, these side adventures, to me, they're just so well written because Benjamin Percy isn't really bound by much much continuity. He gets to have these little pocket adventures, and they're just really well done because of that. Because they're kind of untethered. And isn't so this I the like Orcus these. girl? Isn't this the Orcus girl who was being written by the, the yes. writer guy? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is June Way. Yeah. She's a fucking asshole. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And it does look like I'm not caught up on Black Panther. Why does he seem to be in hiding? Do you know what's going on? So with he's that? in exile and he's wearing like a he's wearing like like a non-tech outfit. Like he was like, I know you don't recognize me in my suit. Like there's so much times like you look like Black Panther to me, but I think the whole thing is like, <laughs> I know, right? in like raps. <laughs> you know? Um he's in like raps and not high tech. But there's one thing here, listeners, there's one reason why Brett likes this comic. And I, I can pinpoint to you the page of where it is. <laughs> there's a <laughs> point where um, Black Panther is like, should I be insulted that you doubt me? And he's like, well, oh, you're yes. kind of in the habit of losing things. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Aurora. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, oh so shit. That he was said, that was fun. And then he doubled down. He was like, it did happen twice. <laughs> oh, there was something else that Logan did in this book. I can't remember what it is, but it just like, oh, it's when he decapitated the, or when he killed the Orcus soldier and then yelled up to Junwei, hey, I heard you were in the market for some metal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I, just, like, <laughs> I, I giggled at that moment. It just felt very cool wolverine cool wolverine is a good thing it's just that so much of it has been crammed on our throats for so long but but i will say there is there is hypocrisy in this and i hate this he is de killing decapitating murdering every single soldier the main most evil bad lady and black panther's like no don't kill her Killing isn't the answer. I'm like, he already killed like seven people. <laughs> and now it's like the, the person that will actually do the no. most damage and kill many more people. You're like, no, don't. No, I don't. hate that shit. Stop. Stop here before the, the one murder that would be very effective. Yeah. I'm just like so fucking over it. It's like either don't murder anyone or fucking murder the big bad. Murder the big bad guy. Right. If you're if you're going to be on this, if you're murdering anyway, you might as well. Yeah, she's not good. Get a few extra points. Oh, um, but again, I love the art in this book. I've just loved 
these little adventures. I like I like the sidekick of the week. First it was Hulk, and then it was Captain America, and now it's Black Panther. Do you know who's next? It's fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's gonna be so good. I bet Benjamin Percy writes a great Peter Parker. Oh my god, why don't you just suck his dick already? I'm a big Benjamin Percy fan. Wow, what a journey. Long time, long time listeners. I hope you appreciate that moment. Let's talk about speaking of Spider-Man. Let's talk about Uncanny Spider-Man. Oh, okay, let's do that. What do you think? Um, this is painting a very depressing world, and I'll just say it's a little bit mimicking of like things that are going on in the real world. And yeah, I don't know. It kind of bothers me. Hi. It's very um disturbing to me. Um, basically, they they felt. They saw a pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Put down like an honorary pizza where at the treehouse because yep. the mutants were his best customers. And so they're like, oh, you like the mutants? You like the X-Men? You must be a mutant. Let's murder you. Yeah. So they're dragging him down to lynch him, basically. And Spider-Man comes to save him. But then a fucking uh Stark Sentinel comes and it's yeah. like, oh, he's not a mutant. And then everyone's like, oh, whoops. <laughs> it's just so it's Yeah, so but then the, the Stark up. Sentinel was then like, however. <laughs> I detect gonna... a mutant in Spider-Man. And he's like, huh? <laughs> right. What? So, so now he can anybody detect who's any different? T- I guess he's now like, oh, now anybody with powers. The yeah. Sentinels are like, we're going to kill you. Yeah. And, but then off comes a fucking, I love how it's like, can I just ask how is Mystique doesn't even know her name, but she can fucking put together a bazooka and fire. But what's how, how does that work? (laughs) She, she doesn't seem to be having memory prop. Like I was surprised that she was coherent in this. And she's like, don't you understand? Like she killed my baby. She just says like, her priorities are out of whack all of a sudden. Yeah. It feels like she's like coming around to being normal mystique. She's definitely not the wandering around central park lady anymore. And she's like, F you stranger. They took my baby. You don't even know what they did to my baby, which it's just, she and also, wrong. it's like, but also she's like, give me back my wife. Give me back my wife. Give me back my baby. Give me back my baby, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Like what the <laughs> fuck is next with this bitch? <laughs> and she doesn't care about them at all. No, no, totally. She doesn't. It's it's weird. Anyway, Silver Sable, she's like straight in love with Kurt. But it's fucking up her mission and they're kind of like, they don't like that. They don't like that. So she turns him in. How about that? Yeah, but the, I but this is clearly. Do you, I feel like she has an, a plan, right? Or did she turn? What do you think? Oh, she got a plan. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that she is really turning him in. She got a plan. Um, But is Kurt in on the plan? (laughs) Probably not. Did I? Maybe. Maybe he is. I take that back. But I love Stacey X. But we also have. um, Wait, what'd you say? Is that Stacey X licking him before he goes into the. Really? No, she doesn't have a tongue like that, does she? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I guess they didn't say. I don't know who that. I guess they didn't hmm. say who that. I wonder. Is. 
But before that, um, finally Nightcrawler hits up Mystique and he's like, we need to talk. <gasps> and then it's like, yes. and they do. And that's that. Oh my whole God. Other, that page. That is a whole that other whole comic. page. <laughs> that whole page that just says, and they do. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, and you can see it all. And that's coming out next week, by the way, X-Men blue origins where you see their conversation. So at, when we see Nightcrawler after that, is he like, oh my God, destiny is my, my mother. Because you know that's what it's, if if it's not that, if it's not that, I will riot and nothing will calm me down until I see Taylor Swift play Dazzler. Between those two things, (laughs) I am a maniac. I think it would be great for where Mystique is the dad, you're saying. Yes. But then what about him? What about uh, Azazel? Seaman. Oh, they'll make some shit up. So you're saying he's not part of him at all. I'm saying he's not part. I'm wondering, can Mystique produce semen is my thing. That's where, that's I where think I'm at. she can. I Join also me. think, but then my thing is, is Mystique related to Azizel or is she just supposed to be fucked? What if she's his daughter? What oh. if Azizel is his grandfather? What? What the fuck? What? I I mean, haven't Mystique and Azazel had sex? Have, oh, has that been established that they've actually fucked? I think so. Or has it just been said they... like, oh, that's your dad? No, like what happened? What ha- I th- No, I think like it's uh, it was said that like they fucked and had Nightcrawler. But what if that was just a lie? I think it's a lie. Okay. And so then maybe it's his dad. Maybe she fucked her dad. You know what? Incest <laughs> is in right now. <laughs> Dick's the musical. Yeah, you know, North, yeah, Aurora, North Star, they're doing it. Everybody's doing it. Scarlet like, Witch, Quicksilver. Yeah, it's like, Ultimate Universe it? is back. We'll see them yeah, fucking again. I mean, remember back, uh, Grant Morrison wrote it. Remember when Nazi Captain Britain tried to rape uh, Psylocke? Oh my God, Grant Morrison didn't write that. Yes, he did. No way. No, he didn't. What? Did you not read the old Grant, not Grant Morrison, sorry, Alan Moore. I don't know why I mixed Alan Moore. Oh Grant my Morrison. God. Alan Moore. The Alan Moore Captain Britain. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Are we, are we at Iron Man? Yes. Invincible Iron Man. Oh, like well... A- we got Mysterium. I guess he's like not Iron Man. He's Mysterium Man, really. He's going to be Mysterium Man. Or he is. Yeah, he has the suit already. Um, Or does, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Iron yeah. Man is so fucking stupid. He does not tell Emma anything about Riri Williams. Anything. And anything. You have... You have this like optically weird fight between Emma and Riri. Literally because he's like, whoops, I forgot to tell you, both of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you were so stupid. But and I didn't, didn't realize Riri had she telepathic. has. Well, she has those rings. Are those the same rings, the Mandarin, like that the Mandarin? I get. That had? was what I thought when she had. I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, if she's got rings and she's an Iron Man character, it's going to have to be, right? 
Yeah, those are the same ones that Psylocke gathered one by one when she murdered every X-Men. When she, when she murdered like, everybody when she was Lady Mandarin. Mandarin, my favorite comic ever. Ugh. She was so sexy. Anyway, those, those two meet. I like them together. I'm like, they seem like fun. Like, they seem like they, you know, they're clearly going to like each other. Because they have they a neither, fastball special. Yeah, they went from they, yeah. enemies to fastball special. Yeah. Oh, and Emma, because she had to use her powers need. enough for a sentinel to come come looking for her. Here's what I need from Emma: be better with the ring. Stop taking it off. Yeah. You know better. Stop taking it off. And to, but so are they? Is their cover completely blown? Then do you think, or did they? Were they able to kill the sentinel before he could? They kill the, the sentinel because Riri has um, pin particles, and so they shrunk it and stamped on it. But isn't there a thing called like the internet? Like you know where it probably oh, only only if the story needs it. <laughs> anyway, we now have Riri Emma. It's so strange where it's like She Hawk. We got she War Machine. We have War Machine, Emma, um, Ironheart, and um, Kingpin. This is the weirdest yeah. team. <laughs> it's such a weird cat. Yeah. But the I Kingpin. love it. It's great. Breaking his own nose to make it look like Mystique was the mutant. I love how everyone's just blaming Mystique. Firestar, know, don't you get what that, it was Mystique. <laughs> Jean, Jean Grey in the, is in the white hot room right now going, God damn it. I said beast. <laughs> stop, stop throwing mystique under the bus and then they have this weird thanksgiving which is weird oh um, my god the weird thanksgiving in the morlock tunnels let's talk about who had thanksgiving together so we've got kitty deadpool sink quicksilver laura ms marvel tony emma cap and rogue yeah weird and they have turkey in the sewer yeah, sewer turkey. Girl, fucking, I'm like, who, where, where's your, where's the fucking oven that you're cooking a turkey in the sewer? I'm like, this is nice, but I'm not eating. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That smell of feces really goes with this, the stuffing. Mm. Oh, isn't this where I watched a Morlock had their head stamped on until they were dead? Yeah. And then, can I ask, what is the significance? To that metal that he brought in. I think it's a suit because I oh, think. Oh, it's a suit. Okay. Tony had Riri do something with pin particles when he was like, could you finish the project? And she's like, yeah, I got it. Um, and then she said, what are the pin particles for? And then she, he was like, look. And she was like, oh, it's so cute. I think there might be like a shrunk down war machine suit. Got in, it. Oh, okay. That's the metal. Cool. All yeah. right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, and there's there's this book and then there's another one that pretty much intimates like we're not going to be underground much longer. Which about- I guess is going to be like in this Emma's like, you know, we won't be underground much longer. And then there was another book where somebody said the same thing. Maybe it was Children of the Vault or something. But this sentiment of like, you know, we're bringing the fight to them finally. It's you're yeah. starting to feel it. Um, let's talk about Jean Grey. Let's talk about Jean 
that Jean Grey. This mutants is basically like, that Jean like Grey. The first ones were like a bunch of what ifs, which was interesting. This one was literally just I'm gonna do long diatribes. Like a recap? Shit. Like long recaps about I'm just gonna yeah. We're gonna talk about the previous three issues in a monologue. Ready? Yeah. Which is the most Jean Grey thing ever. And she's kind of like talking to the Madeline version of herself and 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 I think so here's the interesting <laughs> what were you laughing at? I was just gonna say I read this book and I just want to like look at Jean and be like, me, me, me. It's all about me. Me, me, know, me, right. me, me. Well, but that's the thing is the white hot room. Is the white hot room for all phoenixes, as we saw in Grant Morrison? I got the yeah. right person there. Or now yeah, is it it's really the nexus just for is it all. really just for Jean Grey? I think it's the it's the nexus for all fantasies. Um, but and and I want to apologize to Jean Grey. I know this is a book called Jean Grey, and therefore it should be about you. Okay. I think it's the nexus where all the Phoenix hosts can converge. <laughs> but here's so something. Okay. Yeah. Go finish. No, you finish your. Thought. I was gonna say I would imagine that's why Hope, men, maybe even Exodus are there because they too will be Phoenix hosts, or I don't know. But everybody's there. What are you talking about? Everyone's in the. Yeah, but they like they, but they, but like everyone's there because they followed Hope and Exodus. It's an abstract concept in my head. Okay, but here's my question, which answer me, riddle me this. Okay. If this is now establishing that she's basically immortal because she's connected with this Phoenix force that whenever she dies, she goes to the white hot room. However, Mm -hmm. she has already died between that and was resurrected. Did she go to the white hot room? Did she go to the white hot room in? I say no. In House of X. I say yes. Or. Okay. But but the Phoenix didn't need her then no all right no that's that's you need to we need to no prize this i have my own no prize what's your no prize to like figure out how this can work um she faked it (laughs) no mine is i think she did go to the white hot room but as they're like oh your soul is being put back together we're sending you back into that body yeah so I think she did. So I think she, I'm saying she was in that white hot room for that too. I I think so. I think it's safe to assume anytime Jean Grey dies, she goes to the white hot room. So. And I do think now, but now she's basically like, I also just need to be honest that I always have a piece of the Phoenix with me and I'm just going to fucking use it. I, uh, I'm kind of the Phoenix. Yeah. I'm the fucking I'm, Phoenix. I'm, yeah. That's it. I have to accept that. I have to accept all of it. I have to accept all of it and move on. That's really what this book is. I have to accept all of it and I have to move on. And look at that. I've grown. And now I'm a phoenix. And then Hope was able to even like access the phoenix power as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty great. I wonder, is Hope going to be our... Um, no, Jean Grey will be phoenix. I also think that she will serve on some sort of apocalypse-led X-Men team. Sure. Or her own. I'm surprised they haven't had, um, there isn't an X-Book called The Omegas. Right? Where it's all Omega level. 
a team of Omegas. The whole book would be like, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Yeah, it's like Iceman, Jean Grey, Apocalypse. Is Apocalypse Omega? Ooh, good question. I don't think he is. But Exodus, Hope. Let's talk about Immortal because that kind of go. The, Jean Grey shows up there as well. Yeah, yeah. So this is they're definitely tied for sure. But before we get to that, we find out that Xavier. Oh. The last time we saw Xavier, is he realized like, uh oh, Sinister is still in me. But what we learn is. That we thought, oh, if Sinister was in him, does that mean when Hope and Emma and all of them were resurrected, is Sinister in them? No. This is like no. even when they all first joined forces with Moira and everyone, he implanted the thing to get inside oh, his head back then. It's it's before that. It's oh, even like, before that? It's the whole thing of like Xavier's dad and Nathaniel Essex. Oh, <laughs> so it, oh, that, that oh, was my oh, takeaway. Shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think because you know, Sinister goes way back with the Xavier lineage, and so I thought I thought that was what kind of what they're referring to. Yeah, and so now Sinister is still in the hole, but at night. But I would say, is, is this just the Sinister inside of Xavier, or is and it's that not even that? Is that Sinister able to even connect with the one in the hole, or is it just like this? What what do you what is that? He's like he's like remnants. That, remnants. Um, I forget the I forget the phrasing he uses. He says it later, but it's, so that it's a very one limited isn't version. that one like so the the sinister in the hole has the no idea what's going on up here with right. this guy. It's not the same possession. It's like leftover shit. I, I I think let's go through it. And so basically, Xavier is being taken over by this persona at night, and doing and murdering people. To protect yeah, but I mean, out of protection. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But then pretty quickly we go to where we were in what we saw in the Jean Grey book, which is yeah. Exodus and Hope and like a catatonic Jean Grey fighting this apocalypse, not apocalypse thing. Where then Hope but you, accesses the Phoenix flower and kind of the flower, Phoenix power and destroys it. Yes. And as we're seeing these adventures i can't help but notice that we are also in these weird caption boxes seeing old gene gray quotes mm-hmm. which ties it to are they the what do you mean by old again, gene also, are they all like from a lot are they of, all from old quotes yeah i think these are like from all over her history like you guys make me sick what happened to our commitment to professor xavier's dream um the gaze of the Phoenix is like an x-ray tearing through every deception. You know, that, that feels like Morrison and I'm fire life incarnate now and forever. It just feels like there's a lot of Jean gray quoting in here or Phoenix quoting in here. And then I love Xavier's like, Hey Emma, uh, you don't have any sinister influence in you. She's, She's like, like Thanks, great. Bye. What about you? And he's like, no. <laughs> so I got to go. And she's like, well, okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm back in the Jean thing. Um, one thing that Jean says is Jean says it is Jean is the house where I live. Uh, that was a Grant Morrison line. That was like, remember that scene where she just made all the forks and everything like form the Phoenix around her in the Grant Morrison run. Right. When she was like sitting in a chair. 
Right. She said, Jean is the house where I live. No, then my, they added to it. And my I am favorite the house Jean Grant Bailey. Morrison Phoenix line is actually not uttered by Jean, but uttered by Emma. Bloody Jean. When Wolverine and Emma are like dying on, and they're being yeah. saved, they're in the water and they're being saved. And he's like, what is that? She's like, can't you tell? It's bloody Jean showing off. <laughs> 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 that is in Emma's top 10 lines of all time. <coughs> we also f- talk about the Dominion. Yes. Where Sinister talk. is basically like, I saw, I, it's not me, but it's one of them. They made a Dominion. And here's the thing is, if the Dominion is outside of time, they're like, you need to stop it. But if it's outside of time, if it happened at any point in time, isn't it too late to stop it? Right? Wouldn't you think? But, you know, if, if it's outside of time, can't you stop it from anywhere, any when? Exactly. But in this one, apparently this version of how time works, if you stop the incident, like the incident, it would then erase it from the outside of time. See, I don't know if that would work. The thing I think is most interesting here is when Sinister says, I was compelled I sometimes feel like I didn't have a choice. Or, oh, back up. Listen, Krakoa was a great idea. I wish I didn't fuck it up, but I had to be a Dominion. I was compelled. I sometimes feel like I didn't have a choice. I mean, there it is right there. Uh, That the the original Sinister put in all those clones, that compulsion. 1,000%. The one who who got achieved Dominion, I bet, is the original Nathaniel Essex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And Love that. Yeah. And then we have. Um, and I also like that Xavier was kind of threatening suicide the entire time. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, and if, and if everything kind of ended with like, and if not, or, and if I'm wrong or, and if I'm off, I'll kill myself. I know. <laughs> like, fuck. And then we get something where I need to see how this, she fucking better not be dead. Cause this is going to piss me off. Mother Ray just stabs Destiny. Fucking stabs Destiny. But we also find out her powers don't work in the white hot room because it's it's the place of all creation where anything is possible. Yeah, so, you're not in a timeline. Right, right. So she can't see like what the future is. So she fucking stabs her. But then this little kid who's always showing up. Oh, little Kafka. Kafka fucking shows up and then she's Kafka, like, I guess I need to kill you. <laughs> Kafka is the eternal kid who stumbles on something horrible. And it yeah. happens all the time. That's his power. Which is why I love him. I want that to be his power. I just want to hug him and be like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> this boy is so traumatized. I... But he is able to tell Exodus and Hope. Um, but now Mother Righteous is using Krakoa to like fight them. And while they're all fighting, she's like, she's also, she's like going, like Jean Grey's still a little catatonic. And so she's like gone off to her. And Um, she's, yeah. So she wants Jean for something. Then we cut back to Xavier. And he goes into like the sinister, what is this? The sinister den or bar sinister? Looks like a ship. While Mother Righteous takes Jean. So Mother Righteous now has Jean and Sinister has 
Xavier. I feel like they're all oh, going to meet up. It's something. a ship. It's a ship made out of Unis the Untouchable and Tempo's powers. Oh shit! Yeah. Did, oh, did he say that in there? He says it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're right. So they're going to Muir Island. Fuck up Moira McTaggart. Damn. I'm excited. Some good stuff. Yeah, but then you got Mother Righteous with Jean leading, like, on a on a leash. Well, I think she's leaving. I think she's because all that's happening in one of her balls. I think she's going to take Jean outside the ball and she's going to start. I think this is her next plan is like, okay, now I'm going to kind of take over Orcus. I think her next plan is like, oh, I need to start getting rid of like Dr. Stasis and, and Phalong and all, and all of them. And I'm going to start taking over. That's my prediction. Interesting. Do you think she wants the Phoenix? (sighs) I'm I, I have a feeling she probably knows that maybe her body can't handle it. Yeah. But then again, it's like, if you're going to go the route of mastermind, that did not turn out too well when you try to just use control. That is true. But it feels like the Phoenix is the kind of thing you need to achieve dominion. If you're going to do so via magic. Yeah. But she has to figure out a way to make the Phoenix trust her enough to give it over to her. Also, where's to Echo and all her. this? I also think they need to go to Echo because I think you need to you need to. It would be nice that. if Echo was a part of this. Yeah. How do you know that hasn't been dealt with? There might have been a whole like, goodbye, Phoenix. Thank you. I love you. It was about the friendship we made along the way. Does Echo still have? So you're saying Echo might not have the Phoenix power anymore? Yeah, I don't think she's on the Avengers anymore. Um, I don't think she has the Phoenix. I, mean, I, I think, I think it's potentially that she, I think it's feels probable. Nope, I'm looking just on Wikipedia, which usually updates things. She still has the Phoenix power. Damn. So interesting. Good. Do you think she'll get it in the show? Totally, right? That would be weird. Don't oh, enter the Phoenix so as- through Echo. I just feel like that <laughs> just is not the right that's not the right call. What if they alluded to it though? No, I just like want you, just we found some sort X-Men. of yeah. They fucked up enough. Although now they're probably like, oh, all the superhero things are doing bad. So we're not going to, we're just going to scrap the X-Men. Like, great. Do you know what? I'm going to make a prediction about Deadpool 3. I think it's going to be filled with so many X-Men characters. I think we're going to see a ton. I think we're going to see like, like Artie and Leech. Maybe not that, but like uh, Magic and like Dazzler. And I don't know, like I'd love to see the new mutants from the new mutants movie. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that was good casting. Some of it. (laughs) Shit. Not even most of it. Um, I want to talk about another book because it's X-Men. I just want to bring it up because as the fall of the House of X and the rise of the powers of 10 approaches to conclude the Krakoan era, 
one of the books that is going to accompany those books is The Resurrection of Magneto. And evidently, this key that Magneto picked up along the way in the Krakoan era is going to play into the resurrection plot. And I was like, oh yeah, what was that thing he picked up a key in? And it was that giant size size X-Men Magneto issue where he got the island for Emma from Namor, the right. island that would then house the Oh, yeah, the yeah, Hel- yeah. Hellfire I do Gala. remember that. And he got that key from those like weird sea creatures when he guessed like the right object. And that is that, is he not going to come back from normal resurrection, but from that? I hear that key has something to do with it. Interesting. Well, I guess technically yeah. he's been erased from the, erect, the erection. Yeah. From the resurrection. Um, yeah. He'll never be erased from the erection. Said Rogue. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So I recommend, I don't know. I recommend, I think that's when we were introduced to the old sea captain that would then couple with Jumbo Carnation. Anyway. All right. Pivotal issue. I think we did it. We did great. That's the X-Men folks. That's it. That's our X-Men roundup. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be here every week except for when one of us or both of us have COVID. Yes. And we're going to, uh, we have to start using our memory banks again because coming up <gasps> in a month, we're going to be talking about the best of 2023. Good thing one of us keeps know. notes about everything we've talked about over the past year. Shut and up. one of us does not. Shut up. And I I I I I have my ways of going back and I figure it out. I have my ways. Um, and we all know what Jeff's number one is going to be. Children of the Vault. <laughs> Children of the Vault. Yep. All right, guys. I- um, yes, you were gonna say something? I thought you were going to say Children of the Corn because that was more likely it would be your number one comic book of 2023 than Children of the Vault would. Children of the Corn. I hate scary children. Scary children movies are the scariest. Yeah. Well, I hate children. Because I'm telling you, like, if I was, like, babysitting a kid and they were, like, like, I was watching a TikTok and, like, they were, like, she was, like, mommy, mommy, there's man smiling in the closet. And then she's looking and she's like, there's nothing there. She's like, it's there. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, bye. (laughs) You're on your own kid. You're on your own creepy kid. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, okay, so why don't you just stay here and keep an eye on it and let me know if it does anything (laughs) that I need to worry about. Oh my God. Guys, we're gay. I don't know if you realize this, but I am a homosexual and Brett is a raging homosexual. We have an unquenchable thirst for cock. For and knowledge. The, what caused it was us reading comics. Because I don't know if you're aware of this. If uh-huh. you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. Bye. 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 Bye.